0: Welcome to Addicted to the Climb. I am your host, Kelly Tyen. As a faith-fueled health and transformation coach, author, and breast cancer survivor, my mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the tools, and all the success tips that I've learned along my own journey in health, fitness, faith, and personal development. Plus, you'll hear some incredible and inspiring conversations that will motivate you and empower you to keep on climbing, no matter what you're going through. Let's buckle up to start a brand new climb together and start showing up differently as we work our way to the top. Right now, this is your time to take in all the positivity and all the blessings that God has for you. So let's get started. Hi, welcome back to Addicted to the Climb. Today is going to be super fun because I have a new friend on the show today with me. She's from Australia. I cannot wait to talk about that. That's on my bucket list. And I don't know if any of you have ever been there. DM me and let me know how you liked it and what you thought of Australia. But we're going to find out more about it from my guest And she's faith-based, which I love. So we get to talk about all things faith in Jesus, in business. So let me tell you a little bit about her. Her name is Molly Cole. She's a digital business coach for faith-based entrepreneurs, a lover of aerial skills. Well, I can't wait to hear about that. A (laughs) wifey and an avid disciple of Jesus. She's been in the digital course and coaching space for six plus years. First of all, she's so young. She must've started when she was 12, but (laughs) she built her business, her previous businesses to almost 1 million in sales. You guys, how incredible. Molly recently closed down her previous business as it was rooted in new age and has now devoted her time to serving women of faith in building profitable businesses that glorify God. Amen to that. Molly's work has been featured in the Australian business journal, Yahoo Finance, in yes, he is. Super excited to have you today, Molly. Welcome to Addicted to the Climb. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. First, right now, like we were just talking about, you are how many hours behind me?
1: I'm actually ahead of you, so it's your tomorrow. I'm in the
0: future. (laughs) You're in the future. I forgot we just said that. So it's tomorrow, seven a.m. for you in Australia. What's the weather like right now there?
1: Uh, It's actually a little bit stormy. We're probably going to get a lot of rain. We have I don't know if you know about the different wind fronts. There's El Nina and El Nino, (laughs) and El Nina is the a uh, wet wind. and it's only supposed to be for two years. um, but we're having an extra El Nina. So it's this third year of uh, like wet weather, but it's only in the summer when it's really hot. So it's not too bad because the summers are so hot that they can be unbearable. Wow. So at least the rain kind of
0: dampens yeah, that it
1: pulls you off <laughs> a literally. little bit.
0: Right, right. Well, what's the yeah. hottest, what's the hottest temperature you've experienced?
1: Uh, I don't even know. It's probably like in Fahrenheit, like over a hundred for sure. I yeah, would that's, say
0: that's hot. Yeah. That's hot. Yeah. We and it's very humid because I'm in
1: a very tropical side right. of Australia. Right. So it's like you walk into a non-air conditioned area and it's like this wall of humidity that just hits you.
0: So basically you just don't do your hair. You just leave it wet and that's that. Call it a day. (laughs) Well, welcome to the show. I, like I said, I'm very (laughs) excited to talk to you about the transformation you've been through in your young life and how it changed you. So let's start with, first of all, when you were young, what was your dream as a little girl? Did you have a dream of where you t- where you wanted to go or how you saw yourself?
1: <laughs> well, I do have this really fond memory of when my mom asked me that question. And I remember I responded, a princess. So <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I was like, princesses. I really want to be a princess. <laughs> so, I mean, it's kind of... <laughs> I love that. We're all That's kings so- and queens under, you know
0: under him right so (laughs) we sure are you're not a princess you are a queen of the almighty I mean this is you fell right into where you were what you wanted to be yeah
1: that's amazing
0: and so okay so take us through your story as you you know grew up and went through school and what did you decide to be first after you when you were ready to jump into the real world
1: yeah. Well, so I went to a really um prestigious private school that was really high demand and very I found it really quite stressful. And I went into because I went to that school, I went to a really um prestigious university. It was actually the second most challenging university to get into in Canada, and I got my bachelor's degree. And during that time, um, because of the high stress environment, um, I ended up, and I was also really into it was like a very prestigious school, but it's also a really party school as well. <laughs> it was <laughs> so I got really into the party scene and I was really stressed out from all the schoolwork, and I ended up getting um really sick, and I developed this like this gut issue that i'd never had before i was really fatigued i was unable to go to class and uh, from that i ended up getting really into natural health and wellness and that was such a positive thing to be able to have that really challenging experience and start to learn more about natural health because i feel like that really has helped me
0: throughout my life However, I also got, well, Molly, excuse me, but can I, I just want to touch on that for one sec. So we don't forget, but being so young and, you know, even that was probably what, 10, 12 years ago, it wasn't as popular. I know for us over here. To- yeah. And, and did you find this on your own or did your mom, you know, encourage you or give you advice yeah. to that yourself? How no, did that I just
1: happen? found it? Yeah, oh. I just found it on my own. Yeah. And actually so what happened was I ended up getting into yoga. Okay. And I there's a yoga studio that was right beside my the apartment that I was staying. So I just walked down and go to yoga and instead of going out at night and partying, I ended up uh, getting into yoga. And it really helped me stop getting into all of that stuff, but it also opened up the doorway to a lot of new age stuff. Um, from that, I was introduced to plant medicine. I was introduced to uh, tantra yoga, Reiki, energy healing, tarot cards, all of those things. And although I was able to physically heal my body, like spiritually, I went deeper down this new age rabbit hole. And it was at the time it really like helped me. But um, yeah, like I ended up just going deeper into this and I ended up building a business off of it. And instead of going and pursuing a career in what I did for university, which was art history, and I really wanted to do art conservation and things like that. And I ended up just going full time as a yoga teacher because of the health benefits that I received. Uh, and I ended up building um, online courses for my yoga teaching. And one of the reasons why I did that was because it was really challenging to make money just teaching yoga at the studios. I wasn't actually able to make it a full time career. The only way I saw it was possible was to go online. And I ended up doing that and it grew really, really quickly. And it actually grew, grew so quickly that I had. Other people in the spiritual new age market see what I was doing and start to ask me more business questions and start to ask me how I grew on Instagram, how I was traveling so much, how I could work online. And this was like way pre pandemic. And I started teaching the skills that I had learned uh, when it came to online marketing and online courses, but in still a new age way. I definitely infused it with like manifestation and law of attraction and all of those things. So, um, that's kind of like the part of that story.
0: (laughs) Did you teach yourself how to market and how to be great on Instagram? How did that whole side of it work?
1: Yeah. Yeah well it was kind of a two-pronged thing where I had a friend who was a yoga influencer he was the first person I knew personally that was a quote-unquote influencer and he was traveling literally to all over the world and I really love travel so I really wanted to I was like what are you doing so I started to pick his brain and he was the one that introduced me to online courses and he taught me a little bit about Instagram Uh, But then I just, I saw one of my friends who shared that she was able to make her first like $10,000 with her own business. And I reached out to her and she had actually hired this business coach. And this is, I had no idea what the coaching world was. I literally thought it was somebody with like a whistle, and like, you know, teaching you how to run track. I had, I was not exposed to the coaching industry at all. And she actually, she was also, I believe, a yoga teacher and did those types of things. And she was able to make her online courses. And so I reached out to her business coach and I hired her and she taught me about all of that different stuff.
0: So that's amazing to have someone. I mean, this is what I have to say. Mentorship is where it's at. You always need someone that's a few steps ahead of you. If you run a business, even in life itself, right? Like a faith mentor or someone in fitness and health that's a few steps ahead of you that can teach you what they did wrong, maybe along their journey, so they can help you move faster. That's what I stress to my clients, or when I drop a program, that I think people are afraid sometimes, but. It's your fast track to success in any area. I truly believe it because I personally was so hesitant about spending money on a coach and, oh my gosh, well, what are they going to teach me anyways? And I don't want to spend all that. Once I did and committed to a mentorship, I was in a mastermind, my life, my business, everything changed for me. And I'm so grateful that... I had the experience, and now I can do that for other people. So, thankfully for you, you had these people in your life that you leaned on, you were coached by, and they helped propel your success. I mean, it's amazing. Now, you talked about New Age a few times, and I first want to tell my listeners because somebody might be saying, "What is she even talking about? What is yeah. she mean by that?" But let's lightly touch on it because. My audience is a very wide mix of people. Some people are just learning about faith in God. Some people are mature Christians. And no matter where you are on your walk, you guys, this podcast, my conversations are just to encourage you to grow your faith and not get swallowed up by other things that are dragging you down. So Molly, tell us a little bit about New Age and why you are so pushed back about it. And yeah, share that with us.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, the new age is the best way I can describe it is a spiritual buffet. Instead of learning and engrossing yourself in one path and one religion, it's basically picking and choosing what feels good, what feels right, your truth of multiple different religions and doctrines uh, to encompass the new age. And the reason why I became so pushed back on it is one, because I had an experience with Jesus, but also because I learned about the roots of new age and how it's linked to occultism. And once I started to learn more about occultism and some of the the darker stuff that is happening, I noticed that some of the new age practices that I was doing were also kind of occulting. (laughs) And I was like, wait, like if I'm seeing this as something so deranged and so evil and something I want nothing to do with, I'm also doing like ritualistic aspects. I'm worshiping idols. I'm doing, you know, all these different things. And I ended up recognizing that I was, I was in that. And there's a really cool scripture that was shown to me that is, Uh, satan parades himself around like an angel of light and i was really into angel cards and like my angel guides and spirit guides and you know uh being the light and all this stuff and lucifer is actually the light bearer but he is the false light he's the fallen angel he's not the true way he's the prince of this world but he's not the king of the kingdom, you know? And that's when Jesus was introduced to me. uh, When I had, I had, I basically had this moment where all the dots started to click and I realized how deep I was actually in all of this. Mm -hmm. And I just broke down because I had this multi six figure global business uh, that was reaching women all around the world. I had over 200 students in my containers Um, and I was, what am I gonna do? And I just called out to Jesus Mm -hmm. and it's like, Jesus, like what do I focus on? And I just heard this voice that said, focus on me. And that was that was it. And I ended up just walking away and pivoting my business and slowly letting go of everything uh so that I could follow him and focus more on him and his word. And Jesus says that the path is narrow. And the new age path is wide. (laughs) It's basically Mm -hmm. everything, you know, but his path is narrow. And it was hard. It was hard to let go of all of that. But
0: and you were young to go through all that. And I'm sure it was hard because you're being pulled in so many directions. And your mind, you know, I don't know if you went through right before you had your Jesus encounter you know, questioning, what am I doing? And you're, and you're getting pulled, like I said, and it can be very confusing. And that's really part of my messaging. And what I bring too is if I like how you said the buffet, the spiritual buffet, you either are getting pulled in 50 other directions, or you can focus your faith on the one true word, which is the Bible, and you will get all your answers there. I firmly believe that I, that is the blueprint to life. And if you're not familiar with it and you want answers, I first suggest you opening a Bible and starting somewhere, you know, I don't know where you tell people to start, but I love the book of Matthew. I think it's beautiful. Um, I don't know what, what, what's your favorite. If somebody listening right now is like, well, what is this all about? I need to know. Yeah.
1: Well, I think Matthew, I definitely recommend the New Testament, but I think Matthew is recommended for beginners. I'm pretty sure. I just learned that recently that there was a book that was for beginners uh, in the Bible and I'm pretty sure it's Matthew. I could be wrong on that though. I agree. Um, yeah. So was
0: that, okay, so now you have this Jesus encounter and that, that's so exciting uh, because I remember when I first, you know, faith became so real to me. Jesus became so real to me. We all remember that first time, but what happened next?
1: So I had built in my Instagram following to over 20,000 people and I started to share my faith on there. And as you can imagine, that's 20,000 people that like love new age and I'm on there being like, just sharing, Hey, <laughs> everything I was telling you, I don't believe anymore. And (laughs) and it was hard. I got so much flack from Mm -hmm. people. It was also challenging because I had this container um, of people that had paid to learn business from me, Mm -hmm. but they also believed in the new age. So I really felt like there was almost, I couldn't say certain things. I couldn't fully come out, which I think is is a good thing because it says biblically to hold your tongue and to be careful with your words. And I feel like it caused me to really assess what do I want to share from a more public standpoint. So I ended up pivoting my business so that instead of being a spiritual business, it was called Spiritual Business Accelerator. I pivoted it to women in business and I just started teaching Instagram marketing online courses and things like that without any I took out all the new age flair in there and I really felt called from God to be the salt and light at that time where basically that means that if you're a Christian sometimes Christians can just stay in their Christian bubble and then they never interact with Mm non-Christians and I knew that the coaching space the digital space was infiltrated with all of this stuff and I knew I was probably one of the only Christians in that space so I really felt called to serve and to help my clients and to help uh, people in that space but do it from a Christian lens not necessarily I was preaching the gospel all the time but be that Christian and be that light in their life Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until about seven months ago I really felt called from the Holy Spirit to go more faith-based and really publicly share my testimony, what actually happened, and share my, like, be a little bit more fierce in some of the new age deception that I see. Mm -hmm. And um, so now I've started to uh, solely coach women in a faith-based space. So that's a little bit about the transition
0: (laughs) That is unbelievable and so beautiful. And the Lord has his hand on you and light attracts light, you know, dark attracts dark. So God will bring you your people when you are open and real and, you know, the word authentic, but when you are your real self and you're talking about what you truly believe, what really shakes up your world and rocks your spirit you'll attract the right people. It's, and and God brings the right people in. And I fully believe that because my life has changed too over the last even three years since I really brought my faith into the light. I've always been a Christian since I was eight. My mom brought me up in the Bible, the whole nine yards. and um, But I never really incorporated faith into my business. And I realized when I look back, that's why my business was really stuck because I wasn't in the path. God said, no, this is where I want you to go. And once I aligned with what he wanted for me, opportunity doors, people. I mean, look at how I met you. It's just, it's amazing. And I just say, if you don't know which direction to go, you're feeling confused, maybe lost. The first thing to do is just start in prayer. That's the that's yeah. first step is just, Lord, what do you want from me? Which direction do you want me to go? And just lean into that prayer and pray big, bold prayers for answers. And he will give those to you. So I love your story. It's beautiful. And I'm so excited for you to tell us now about your business. You have so much going on. You're doing so many beautiful things. And I know right now you have um, Fruitful Works, a masterclass you're running, what is that tell us about that I saw that on your on your yeah
1: page. yeah I just did a Black Friday sale on that uh, It was really interesting because most of my audience wanted to learn more about productivity and saving time
0: mm-hmm.
1: and a lot of the stuff I learned in the new age was actually about shortcuts it was about manifesting quantum leaping Uh, You know, all these different things. And one of the things that I learned about the Bible is that it really honors hard work and diligent work, Mm -hmm. which to be honest, like I wasn't used to as much like Mm -hmm. everything came so easy in the new age. And I found when I found Jesus, I really had to work for it. But at the same time, that was really beautiful because the character that was that God helps refine in me is so much more powerful than things just coming super easy um and so yeah so that's basically a masterclass that teaches you how to uh save time and be more productive so um i've also learned a lot about like different like hacks that you Alice, can do can you give us yeah. a few come on i'm
0: ready i got my pen out yeah
1: well so for example uh, for those of you that are content creators, so you use Instagram or social media to create content to market for your business, a really big mistake that people uh, make is that they try to do every single task uh, like in a flow, so they'll write the captions, they'll design the carousel, they'll post the carousel, and then they'll respond to comments and they'll just kind of do it all in order. But if you really want to optimize your time and your creativity, the best thing that you can do is to not look at your notifications or emails or anything in the morning and just do all of your creative stuff uh with a fresh mind so writing all of your captions right and then designing all of your carousels so doing all of that creative work first and then um doing like all of the responding so responding to comments and dms and things like that all at once so this is called batching tasks and it sounds so simple, but it's a huge hack and doing it in a specific order. So doing the creative stuff first and then doing the responding stuff, uh, can really, really help with your productivity.
0: It's basically what, yes. Yeah.
1: What happens when you receive an email notification or an Instagram DM or a like is your body goes slightly into the stress response and it's a much harder to go into a creative space. If your nervous system is just slightly engaged, it's not a huge stress response. Like it's something super bad, but you just want to make sure that you're doing all of that after you've done the big creative
0: tasks in your business. So yes. that is yeah. so huge because listen, I did that wrong, I so <laughs> wrong. I can't believe you're talking about this because that was one of my biggest hacks that changed my whole life. You know what I used to do? I would, you know, get up in the morning, whatever, read my Bible, do my prayer. But when I went on social, I would read everyone else's things. Then I would try right. to create, and I was yeah. taking things from them instead of yeah. taking things from my own brain, yeah, own heart. And I was wondering why it just—I would post, but it wasn't just exciting. And now this whole year has been so exciting because now I create first, I don't read anybody else's. So it's coming from me. I'm excited about my post. Like I get so excited. I'm like, I wrote this in the morning. I'm going to post it. This is amazing stuff. Cause it's really from me and my own thoughts instead of taking everything in and trying to make it my own. And it, it just didn't flow. And yeah, so I yeah. love that you said that creativity flows first thing in the morning for content creators, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I love it. So is there another hack you want to leave with us?
1: Well, I think even with social media creation, sometimes we put this pressure on ourselves that we need to create multiple new ideas, but there's actually a way that you can create three months of content and learn how to recycle it effectively and kind of see what has been working, what has not been working and studying your analytics and then doubling down on what is actually working versus just kind of always shooting in the dark, which I find can easily happen with people that are using social media to market for their business. But there's actually ways that you can optimize what has already worked and tweak it so that you can save time And even take that piece of content and turn it into a reel, a YouTube video, an email. Like, you don't have to always be creating new stuff. In fact, people need to hear things at least seven times for it to go through their brain. So, you're actually doing a disservice if you're not (laughs) like sounding like a broken record to yourself.
0: (laughs) You know? Yes, that's so true. I think people get frustrated, they give up, they quit. And don't do that. Like, (laughs) take some time to just repurpose your things because you got to remember, people are looking at your social that one specific moment. But you could post it again tomorrow at a six hours different time later. New people are going to see it. Don't think, you know. I used to think like that. So again, I've done everything wrong, Molly. <laughs> like <laughs> I've been around the block. I've I've I learned my lessons, and <laughs> it's exciting to hear you though. Um, you know, using these and teaching these because people do waste a lot of time on the wrong things sometimes, and then they wonder why they can't get ahead. And I was one of those people. <laughs> so yeah, thank you for sharing that. I want to jump over to at, because. I we're gonna be ending soon. We're coming to a close, but I know that you're passionate also about the Proverbs 31 woman. And yeah. Here that I just want to touch upon that because it is beautiful, and I love talking about that woman. But who is she to you? Tell us a little bit about the Proverbs 31.
1: Yeah. Woman. Well, I love the Proverbs 31 woman because number one, she puts God first, and then her family and the home, and. I was really resistant to the Bible because of all the propaganda that I heard that it was against women, but there's some really beautiful stories of biblical women uh, who love God that are really awesome and really amazing to strive for as an example. And she not only loves her home and her family, but she's also a great steward with her wealth There's a part in the proverb where she receives an inheritance and she invests it into a vineyard so that vineyard is going to produce more income. She's not just spending it frivolously on material things. She's like investing her income Um, and it talks about how she has these very entrepreneurial qualities as well so it's not just you know where a biblical vert like a biblical woman isn't somebody who just you know stays at home and doesn't do anything Mm uh but she has entrepreneurial qualities um she loves her family and she loves her home and she prioritizes that and uh but she also you know she's a good steward with wealth and her finances which I thought is really cool because I came from a very boss babe uh place where it was very much about hustle culture and your career over your family Mm -hmm. and I noticed how I was a little bit too feminist in that where I kind of looked down on family goals on even marriage at one point because of these like feminist and doctrine, like indoctrinated beliefs and the Proverbs 31 woman, she is still entrepreneurial. She still works really hard with her hands. Yes. Um, but she does it for her family. She does it for God. She's not just doing it, you know, for herself, which I thought was really cool. And yeah, so. For the fame. Right. Yeah. For the fame. Right. Yeah. Right. Which I was doing before, right. you know?
0: Right. Yeah, I know it's, it, it's, it's such a beautiful proverb. If you haven't read that yet, you guys open it up. Proverbs 31 woman, it's beautiful. And it's, it really puts things into perspective of how a woman should really be and how yeah, clothing ourselves with dignity and yeah. grit, working hard and you know, and just being a respectful, God-fearing woman. So one of my favorites, and I'm so happy that you talk about it a lot as well. Well, as we are closing up, I would love for you to leave us with um, one piece of advice. If you have something special you can share with us. And then lastly, I would love to hear what you are climbing towards next in your career or in your family.
1: Aww, awesome. Well, let me see. I do have a proverb
0: that I was reading. You know, uh, that's funny because at this we're talking about proverbs right now. And this morning in my Bible reading, for some reason, I don't know, I opened up to Proverbs 16. And I wasn't. Really? Yes. And I wasn't even going to read that. I was going to read Proverbs 29, because today's the 29th. So sometimes if I don't know what to read, I'll say, what day is it? Is it the seventeenth? I'll read Proverbs seventeen. Okay. Oh, I love I, that. That's such a good practice. <laughs> it is. Sometimes you know you don't know what you're going to read, and I, sometimes I'm not planned out. So I I don't know. For I, I did read Proverbs twenty nine as well, but I opened to sixteen, and I wrote it on my index card this morning because which I which one love is it? it? It's Proverbs sixteen verse three. Oh we- my
1: goodness! I have that one that literally right in front of me. <laughs>
0: Well, because we're talking about the Proverbs 31 woman and listen to what this says, you guys, it's really crazy. It says, commit your work to the Lord and then your plans will succeed. Basically, it's commit and work hard to make your plans happen with God. He will allow them to succeed if you work hard. How cool is that? I love that. So that's so good.
1: I literally saved a bunch of proverbs the other day. And that is that's one of them that I have. Mm -hmm. And actually, the other one is really similar. So this one is Proverbs 21 5. And it says the plans of the diligent lead surely to plenty, but those of everyone who is hasty, surely to poverty. Mm -hmm. So one. I looked up what diligent meant, which is basically being more like detail oriented, yes. you know, and like paying more attention, moving slow. And then hasty, I looked up what that meant as well. And it means like moving really fast, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. And I think even in the entrepreneurial space, it can be, I used to move really fast. Like my business went from 12K a year to then um six figures to then like multi six figures to like making almost a million in sales in a couple of years so it was very very fast and then recently since coming to God I've really decided to it's not just the money that's important to me anymore it's really about integrity and doing it for the Lord making sure that everything that I'm doing is glorifying God and I'm moving a bit slower, which you know <laughs> was feels good. Yeah. I it was bet challenging for me. But wow. I'm also I want to do it right, you know? Right. And so I think I think that's something just to leave with anybody who might be listening is that if you feel like things are moving slow, that's okay. Because when you're moving slow, you can really pay attention, you can really assess is your heart in the right place you know are you building it on a strong foundation are you going to be proud of this business like not just for you but for for god you know in 10 20 years you know are you making decisions out of fear or are you making them out of hope and faith you know so if you're moving slow that's okay because you can really assess things and and do it right you know,
0: wow, that's powerful, Molly. I love. That. <laughs> no, I talk about this all the time with so many people, and moving fast and just trying to get things done and it's hasty. It it doesn't work out. It doesn't, and I have found rest. You know, taking rest, being still, trying to hear God's voice. Where does He want me to be next? It, it's it's the better way. So I love yeah. that you just said that taking it slow is okay. I feel like this hustle culture is just everybody's you gotta go 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 go. no wonder why everyone's burning out and exhausted and stressed and things are happening in their physical bodies because of it, you know you yeah see? and it's it, it's true. your stress levels affect your physical body no matter what and until you realize and slow down a little bit, that's when things can change. So thank you for saying that, that was so good. So tell us what you're climbing towards next.
1: Yay. So one of the main things I'm focusing on is helping the Proverbs 31 woman build online courses because I learned about online courses in the beginning of my journey and they really helped me create more time. Long-term, it's an awesome business model where you can automate things. In the beginning, you can't just automate it right away but it's a long-term thing and I would love to have kids soon so I'm building up my business so it can be more automated and I can take that time and really spend it with my future children <laughs> um, oh, that's yeah so I'm yeah so I'm currently running a course called Kingdom Course Creator and it's a group program that helps women create their online course And it's a six month journey that I'm taking them on. Uh, And it's all for women who love Jesus and want to do it for the kingdom, which is really cool. So, yeah.
0: Exciting. Well, I will pray that you are so blessed and the right people show up because I will. That's so amazing. Good luck with all that. That's beautiful. And I'll put, you know, where where can people reach out to you if they want to get in on your course?
1: Yeah, well, definitely. Instagram is the best space. So yeah, if you listen to this podcast and you enjoyed it, I'd love to hear your biggest takeaways. Or if you have any questions about the new age as well. I get a lot of people asking me like my friend does or like terrible or tarot cards. Like how do I deal with this? (laughs) I get a lot of questions like that. So I'm more than happy to answer those for you as well. Uh, But if you want to find me on Instagram it's at faith based business coaching. And yeah, just send me a message on there.
0: Thank you. Yes, make sure you do. And don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss a Monday. Conversations like this that can just empower you and you can learn and build your faith on a strong foundation. So I just thank you so much for being here, Molly. This was a blessing. You're a beautiful person. I'm so thankful to have you in my life and in my circle now. And someday when I come to Australia, I will call you. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you so much. And don't forget, you guys, if you did like the show today, tag us both. Share it on social. We would be so thankful. And I just hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your week. Until next time, keep on climbing. Thanks, Molly. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for being here every week because my goal is to always empower and inspire you so you can keep on climbing even when life gets tough. If you felt blessed today, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And one of the ways you can help me is if you would leave me a five-star rating and a review. This is really how I can help more people just like you. You can do this right on your podcast app on your phone. It's super easy. It will only take 1 minute. Also, if you want to be part of my private community on Facebook, head over there to Faith, Fuel and Fitness and I'll meet you inside. Or you can even head over to my website kellytian.com to get more inspiration and resources to keep you on your own climb. Thank you again and have a healthy and happy week.